Hello, theologists or sisters and misters. Welcome to the coven. So today is Friday the 13th. Ooh, spooky. A day often associated with bad luck. But why is that? So I know a lot of superstitions are surrounded, like the whole like Friday the 13th lore and like there's the the Friday the 13th movie and all of that. Um, So, you know, they say that like just a lot of really bad things seem to happen on Friday the 13th. But could it just be coincidence? Ooh, who knows? Probably yes. Which one of us is the real skeptic? <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. If you take a day and and just you think that things are going to go wrong that day, things are going to go wrong all throughout the year. But <laughs> that's just life. So if you think of one day... It's and like think that's... that something's going to go wrong that day. Your entire year is going to be screwed up. Emma, everyone. <laughs> no, that's not what I meant. <laughs> what I'm saying is bad things happen all the time. But if something bad happens to you specifically on Friday the 13th, you're like, oh, my God, I'm cursed. It's because I didn't eat half a bagel. <laughs> Where did that come from? I don't know. I started thinking about bagels. Bagels not are even hungry, delicious. But like, you know, eat your bagels, everyone eat your bagels <laughs> so let's talk friday the 13th so you want to start uh yeah so i did a little bit of research into why people think that friday the 13th has such you know bad luck and it actually read read me sorry uh <laughs> led me into religion oh specifically i believe christianity bibles Okay. Um, according to biblical tradition, I can't speak. You're going to have to. But <laughs> according to biblical tradition, 13 guests attend the Last Supper held on Maundy Thursday. I don't know if that's pronounced correctly. But the, Oh, but like that makes sense, though. Because, mm-hmm. you know, Jesus, like, uh, Jesus died. No. That's a, no, that's not why. Okay. He's still alive to this day. I just, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. He walks. He walks this earth. <laughs> Zombie Jesus. <laughs> Zombie Jesus. <laughs> uh, including Jesus and his 12 apostles, one of whom Judas betrayed him. The next day was Good Friday, the day of Jesus's crucifixion. Uh... As a result, it is believed this gave rise to the long-standing superstition that having 13 guests at a table is a bad omen. Specifically, that it is courting death. Friday was also said to be the day Eve gave Adam the apple from the tree of knowledge, as well as the day that Cain killed his brother Abel. Um, I have so to say that the same people die on Friday. Uh, yes, I have to say that uh, the Christian Bible of today omits facts and adds in false information. It's just really highly edited. So I, I want people to be aware of this. Yeah, you know. Uh, and my opinion on all of this that I've just said is I've never seen any of this to be significant in any way. <laughs> yeah, we're not the most religious people in the world. I mean, even if I was super religious about this, I don't, 
the thing is, it's Friday the 13th. I'm not super superstitious. Super stupor stitious. Super stupid superstitious. <laughs> um, so it's funny because so I found uh, another resource that said um, on Friday, October 13th, in 1307, the French rounded up thousands of Knight Templars and tortured them as heretics. Some wonder whether this was the beginning of the whole Friday the 13th mythology. So what I can tell you is that there is a phobia of the number 13 called oh, Triskaidekaphobia. Yeah. yeah. So I just think people don't like that number. Yeah, probably. And it's been instilled down generations, generations, generations. So they don't like that number, um, which leaves me to go, why do people like the number three so much? Ooh, because they say like good things come in threes, but 13 is a big no-no. Yeah. You know, people are fickle. And everything is arbitrary. <laughs> what is it with you guys in numbers? <laughs> I will, like, have you ever met somebody with a fear of the number 13? They talk about it like it's common. Because, like, you knew what I was saying. Yeah. Like, you've heard that before. But, like, have you ever met somebody who's actually afraid of the number 13? No, but I have a fear of a specific number. Ooh, <laughs> or a superstition is? of a specific number, rather, because so many bad things happen when somebody says, oh, this is my favorite number. Oh, no. What number is it? Seven. I mean, like, I can't personally say if there's a number I associate bad things with. I don't think I have one of those. You know, no, numbers are just numbers. I do it with everything, too. Like, if I'm going to have a snack, I cannot have seven of them. Oh, wait, really? Yeah, I cannot have seven of them. There has to be five, six, three. Those are good numbers. Seven is not. Four is okay. Two is all right. One is like, why are you even getting this snack? Usually it's a really small one. <laughs> hmm. I will not leave, like, seven of them in the drawer. <laughs> Okay, but like, what if you're eating something and there has happens to be like seven left? Do you just throw away the box? No, but there won't be seven left if I've calculated everything properly. <laughs> I highly doubt you know how many wee thins are in a box. That is completely different, but also wheat thins are... I, I genuinely... If I'm eating the wheat thins, either I'm eating the entire thing of fucking wheat thins, <laughs> or... <laughs> There is at least 10 left by the end of the day. See, that's that's the real mystery, is why we thins are so good. There might be 13 left in the box. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> As you can All tell, right. this episode is not very serious. We don't have superstitions. We won't make fun of anyone who does. No. We'd actually be very curious as to why Well, like... and what yours is. So, like, first of all, I wanted to go into uh, some creepy things that have happened on Friday the 13th. On Friday the 13th, in November of 1829, 10,000 people gathered to watch Sam Patch jump into New York's uh, Genesee, Genesee River from atop the Genesee Falls. Only weeks earlier, he'd leaped off Niagara Falls and into the Niagara River and survived. He wasn't as lucky this time. Well. 
um, on Friday the 13th uh, in 1972, a plane crashed into the Andes and 12 people died instantly and the survivors resorted to cannibalism. Delicious. No, don't say that. <laughs> that should not be your first response. <laughs> I'm just saying it solves population. Overpopulation. Oh my fucking God. <laughs> Uh, and then it says that that same day in Russia, 174 people were killed when a Russian airliner crashed on landing near Moscow. I thought you were going to say 100,000 people ate each other. And I was like, okay, no. what the fuck? No, there's two big plane crashes in the same day. And they're both on Friday the 13th. I mean, and they're both on Friday the 13th. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then we have 2010, August 13th, uh, a 13-year-old boy in Suffolk, England. Did I pronounce that right? Suffolk? Suffolk? Suffolk. That was struck by lightning. The lightning reportedly hit at 1.13 or 1313 in military time. The boy survived unharmed. That's because he was 13 years old. <laughs> Ooh. If he was 14, he wouldn't have lived. <laughs> Maybe it's like if you have enough 13s, it like reverses it. Maybe. Uh, on October 13th uh, in 2006, uh, nearly half a million people lost power when Buffalo, New York and the surrounding suburbs were buried under 22 to 24 inches of snow. Western New York is used to a lot of snow, but 24 inches in October. Researchers still can't explain these ancient mysteries. <laughs> That's not really an ancient mystery. <laughs> that was written for the drama okay i will say a lot of these are on october friday the 13th like a surprising amount of them are like specifically on october 13th so maybe it's an october thing uh because this is saying in 1989 on friday the 13th in october the stock market fell a whopping 6.91 percent at the same time it was the second worst day Oh, sorry, at the time, wow, at the time, it was the second worst day in market history. But believe it or not, these are the eight days that are even more unlucky than Friday the 13th. Don't, don't tell me different articles. <laughs> Chill. Okay, but like, the stock market has like plummeted so badly that like, I can't even compare that anymore. <laughs> so like, here's the bottom line with like Friday the 13th as just this big old scary superstition. I mean, like, I'm sure if you, you know, believe that it holds negative significance and you're, and you're looking for that stuff, then probably negative things will happen. But I feel like it's just one of those things where it's like, but bad things happen all the time. And if you said that like, uh, Monday the third is unlucky, and something bad happened to you on Monday the 3rd. Now that's the scary day. Like, I feel like it's so arbitrary. It really is. Um, except for black cats. Ooh, you want to get into just like the common superstitions? Yeah, but not black cats walking in front of you being uh -huh. bad. I don't, I don't know why that's supposedly bad. Mm -hmm. uh, I didn't really look too far into it because I was like, this is ridiculous. Mm -hmm. uh, but... Now I'm seeing the other side of things. It's ridiculous. 
Black Cats um, and Friday the 13th and October, all those three things, uh, you should you should keep your cats inside if they have any black on them or a deck in color. Oh, yeah, good PSA. But, you know, take take care of your black cats. Shelters don't sell black cats during the uh, october times. I feel like that might be shifting a little bit now that, like, you know, spooky is cool. But, you know, there is a large history. You can never history. be too safe. <laughs> yeah, no, but there is a large history of people, especially to black cats, because they're seen as so unlucky. It's really not fair. But they can be the sweetest babies. I love cats. <laughs> I do too. Um, so I do have uh, a list now. I would love to talk about some of the more common superstitions. And then I have like this master list of like really creepy superstitions around death. First uh, common superstition, beginner's luck. How do you feel about beginner's luck? Mm, I feel like it's just a phrase. Like it doesn't really hold like any significance. Yeah. It's just people I, like writing off your success. Yeah. It's like, oh, you're successful. Good job. It's, it's beginner's luck. Yeah. It's beginner's luck. Um, let's see. How do you feel about find a penny, pick it up and all day long, you'll have good luck. I think I believed that one as a kid. I've had a lot of people say that to me. And then they're like, also, if you pick it up and it's upside down, you have bad luck. But if you put it right back down the same way then it's fine or some of them will say if you put it right back down heads up then you're fine and i'm like okay now this is too many rules i don't believe in this at all anymore i always heard that like it's only if it's heads faced up and like if it's on tails then don't bother i never i didn't hear if it was like bad luck like reversal but you know like as a kid you know you, you see money on the ground you pick you touch, it up. You touch that disgusting money because you're broke and every cent feels like a million dollars to you. And it still does. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag struggle bus. <laughs> all right. How do you feel about the ladder thing? Don't walk under the ladder, all of that. I feel like that is just a common sense thing rather than of superstition. Well, it so- is a superstition and it is a common sense thing. Well, first of all, you don't want to walk under a ladder because if you bump into the ladder, you could put the person on top of the ladder and yourself at risk. Sometimes I walk under the ladder just to be a bad boy. (laughs) (laughs) Bad boy alert. (laughs) We we got a rebel on our hands. You know... Usually nobody's uh, up there. I... I do that thing where it's like, I don't know, you hear a superstition enough and you get it into your head and you're like, I'm just not going to tempt it. I just don't want to bother. I tempt um, things ridiculously. <laughs> but I will say that this uh, actually says that a popular theory for um, the reason why you shouldn't go under a ladder is because it represents the gallows. Because it's a wooden like post or something oh i read something about it being like a portal (laughs) Ooh, there's also something else here that says that uh because it's a triangle that or like it forms a triangle it's considered the holy trinity and so if you walk underneath it you're breaking the triangle which is considered blasphemous 
A lot of things are considered blasphemous. You know, it's always like, I don't know. I feel like people just have too many rules in Christianity of what's what's a bad, bad. Don't, don't do the bad, bad. Don't eat shellfish. Right? <laughs> like, I'm the first to say that, yes, I'm a Jew and yes, I eat pork. Because that made sense back then when pork was unclean to prevent illness pork is clean now we have fda (laughs) regulations so i can't tell you how many times as a kid people would be like you eat pork and i'm like yeah and they're like but you're jewish and i'm like oh my god (laughs) i think i meant to ask you about that a while ago i was like do you eat pork (laughs) if i'm if i was kosher and you know, like, and that really like mattered to my family as a tradition. And, you know, I took uh, my religion more seriously rather than just my tradition, which honestly is, you know, I identify more with being agnostic, even though I am of Jewish descent. And so like the history of Judaism is what matters to me. And, you know, the religious aspects and all the rules you know, to me, again, it just seems so arbitrary. Just be a good person, you know? Like, who cares if you eat pork and you you eat a cheeseburger? You know, you're not supposed to mix dairy and meat if you're kosher, so you can't have a cheeseburger. That's bullshit. Look, the pigs and the cows really care. <laughs> that being said, if you're an Orthodox Jew and that's what you and your family do, all the more power to you. Uh I myself don't follow that. And again, it it ties into all of those like arbitrary, you know, religious rules and whether or not you believe they hold significance by all means. So, but I always ask today if I could like eat eggs as a pescatarian. (laughs) That's a good question. I'm assuming yes, because it's not an animal. The only thing that you don't eat is like meat that isn't fish. Yeah, like if something had to die in order for you to eat it, that isn't fish. Yes, kind of. I don't know. I don't eat I think cow. That's it. I don't eat cow. I don't eat pig. I don't eat chicken. I don't eat turkey. I eat fish. That's it. That's all I eat. Fish. I would love to eat more fish, but my mom complains every single time I cook it in the house, saying it stinks. So girls gotta eat. <laughs> yeah, my freezer is just full of fish, fresh fish from the Bay State. Hey. <laughs> Welcome to the Bay State. We have fish from the Bay. Yeah. Fresh catch of the day. From the Bay. Come get it. Are you, to, are you trying to plug like your state? Yes. And their fish trade. Yeah, I'm trying to plug the fish trade over here. You know, it's a tough job, but someone's got to do it. Be sure to buy at least 13 fish. No. <laughs> Or buy seven fish and piss off Arthur. I'll cry if you show me a picture <laughs> of seven fish that you have bought that just have my state's fucking logos on it. How dare just you cry. my holy land. <laughs> All right, next common superstition. I think this coincides uh, with another one that I thought a lot about as a kid. So the whole like a rabbit's foot will bring you luck. Do you consider like horseshoes and rabbit's I always hated that 
rabbit's feet. <laughs> if it, it just makes me sad. Like it's really unlucky for the rabbit. <laughs> it's really unlucky for the rabbit. But like as a kid, I hunted for uh, four leaf clovers all the time. I think I found two in my lifetime. As I a found kid. like four. <laughs> well, you know what? You're special. I know. <laughs> um, do you think that four leaf clovers are lucky? Uh, I think they're rare to find. I don't right? know if they're lucky necessarily. As a kid, I actually, when I found that four leaf clover, I like put it in a book and I kept it with me quite a bit. Oh, yeah. And was your life happier from then on in? No, I was bullied all the time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so the four leaf clover didn't help. No, it really didn't. I would show it off sometimes and people would be like, whoa. I'd be like, yeah. And that's about it. And then they bully you. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't know. Um, then uh, bad luck comes in threes. But doesn't good luck come in threes too? I think Does everything so. come in threes? <laughs> Where mean, are these threes coming from? I don't know. The Holy Trinity, Jesus? Fuck off. <laughs> Don't tell Jesus to fuck off. I'll do what I want. <laughs> Only a real man can tell Jesus to fuck off. Oh my fucking god. <laughs> You're ridiculous. I create more toxic masculinity. No. Every person on the planet just going, fuck off, Jesus. <laughs> okay. How do you feel about breaking a mirror? I think it's stupid. Why the fuck would you do that? Well, like, if you break a mirror, like, would you consider that? Because it's always like, if you break a mirror, you're going to have seven years of bad luck, which honestly, just, that's a long time. Yeah. That's a good portion of your life. Yeah, it's like a fourth of our lives. (laughs) Wait. Are you implying that we only live to the age of 28? A fourth of our current lifespan. A fourth of our current lifespan from where we are now. Okay, okay. Yeah, well, it's more of like a third for me. Because I was like, are you implying that humans only live to the age of 28? Because I only got three years left. (laughs) (laughs) Existential crisis. I got five, baby. All right, all right. This is the big one. The number 666. Back to the numbers. That is associated quite a bit with, I think it's associated with Satanism, but I'm not entirely sure. Don't quote me on it. I don't know anything about Satanism. Well, this Except for that here. sometimes it can tie into witchcraft and you can have Satanist witches, I think. So this says in the book of Revelation, 666 is given as the number of the beast and is often interpreted as the mark of Satan and a sign of the end times. So like, what do we do with this information? (laughs) Well, so you said that um, uh, 666 could be significant in witchcraft. I think it's significant in Satanism, which there can be Satanist witches, I believe. I don't, I don't see why not. No, but I'm gonna say yes because there's sa- there, there's Satanists. There oh my god, Jewish witches. There's Jewish and... witches. Then there could be a Satanist witch. Yeah, why the hell not? Uh, you said it in the first episode. Don't discriminate. No gatekeeping. Yeah. No so... gatekeeping is stupid in anything. Stop gatekeeping, yeah. you stupid fox. <laughs> this has been a PSA. <laughs> Ooh, this is a fun one. 
have you ever done the whole like breaking the wishbone and whoever got like the bigger piece yes wish i did that like every thanksgiving as a kid and that's totally something i would pass down because that's just fun it really is and i always lose (laughs) i usually win but it's fun (laughs) i usually win i'm just cool at that the technique is to pull (laughs) no there's more of a technique some people twist no 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 like if you grab it a little bit higher than the other person oh (laughs) i see that's these are cheats right here life hack the you know logistics of like you know yeah physics uh, yeah it's a a physics thing now obviously not every wishbone is created equally and you might have every wishbone is created equally i said not every wishbone is created equally not all bones are the same, Arthur. Just created equally just implies that people are just creating the bone. <laughs> Which I mean, I guess I guess the turkey is creating its own wishbone or pheasant or whatever the hell you're eating that has a wishbone. All I'm saying is, you know, some might break, you know, some might be more brittle than others. Some might be like really fucking tough if you got a beefy ass chicken or like a beefy ass turkey. And sometimes you just need to break somebody's femur bone. Oh no. For good no. luck. No. <laughs> no. 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 Sad Emma noises. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, oh, this one everyone does this. Uh crossing your fingers when you're wishing for something. Oh yeah. Every kid does that. Cross your fingers, cross your toes. Cross your eyes. Cross your eyes. Cross everything. Cross everything. I remember doing that as a kid. Same. I actually, um, real story. Uh, when I was a kid, every single night at the same time, every night, I'd feel nauseous. And I never actually vomited, but I was nauseous consistently every night. And it made me terrified of vomiting. And so every night, I remember wishing that I wouldn't vomit and oh. I would fall asleep with my fingers crossed. And I did that for years. It just Baby. became like a thing. Like I just, if you found me like falling asleep, my fingers would just be crossed. It just became a thing. I don't do that anymore because uh, they figured out the problem. But Casually like, even... uncrosses your fingers. You just wake up and vomit. <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, it turned out to be like a, a probiotic issue in my gut. My parents didn't believe me for a while. They thought I just wanted attention. You have a lot of issues. Who doesn't? Yeah, good point. (laughs) Uh, You know, eat more brown rice or something. Eat more brown rice? Was that the solution? (laughs) The solution was to eat more brown food and to take a probiotic for a while until like my body figured itself out, which it eventually did. And I don't suffer from that anymore. But apparently it's really common in children. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I was, I became so afraid of vomiting. I would stay up late, like, because I was just like, I feel sick. I can't sleep. Um, and yeah, I would fall asleep with my fingers crossed and it just became like, uh, this thing that I did for comfort for like years until I finally like got over it. Like the, what I was feeling. And that was like years that like lasted until like early teens for me. 
But the finger crossing didn't like make you feel physically better. No, it was a comfort thing. It was, you know, I told myself as a kid that if I wish really hard that I won't vomit, I won't vomit. And I never did. But that's because that what I was feeling really only makes you feel nauseous. It doesn't actually make you vomit. Hmm. So, I mean science yeah you know so like obviously i don't think i don't remember thinking that crossing my fingers you know after like a year or two actually did anything but it just became like a symbol of comfort for me so yeah that's my that's my uh fingers crossed story i don't really have a fingers crossed story i did used to do it um I stopped doing it. I don't know why. I think I just stopped doing it. <laughs> just stopped caring. I mean, like, yeah. if it stops holding significance for you, same as me, it just stopped holding significance. So, ooh, this is a fun one. Opening up an umbrella indoors. I've done it on purpose so many times to freak people out. <laughs> but, like, that's the one that I think most people are like, we don't do that. We just don't do that. And I think it's, like... Maybe it's just more of like a courtesy thing because like umbrellas are big and you don't want to like bump into like door frames and like or hit the <laughs> ceiling or like get water on people's floors. I feel like it's just a courtesy thing. Like if you open up your umbrella inside someone's home, you're just that's a recipe for disaster. I've just opened them like the really big ones just inside somebody's home and just had it go. <laughs> I mean, it also just like out and it's hilarious to me. It's like. I don't know. Something about it is surreal because you never see umbrellas inside ever unless you're Arthur and you do it on purpose. <laughs> but like nobody. like I don't do it when it's wet, just when it's dry before going out. Well, yeah, but like. Then I'll like half close it, walk out the door and open it again. I think it's just because like it's this big thing like raised above people's like line of sight that you don't usually see inside. I think it just elicits like a weird- This ominous thing. <laughs> yeah, I think it just like gives us like an uncanny valley feeling of like, this does not belong here. This does not belong here. So I mean like, cause for me, I mean like, I can't say that opening an umbrella inside will make me scared that I'm gonna have bad luck cause I'm associated, you know, with you for being a dumbass and opening an umbrella inside, but Look. At the same time, you know, I feel like it would make me uncomfortable just because, again, like, you're not used to seeing it. Support us on Patreon for me to uh, open an umbrella in Emma's house. Yeah. <laughs> That's one thing you can do for free. <laughs> I mean, you I can, do... but you could also pay me for it so I can buy a really big umbrella. I mean, like, you can annoy me for free any day. I can't. There's COVID. <laughs> Well, you can annoy me through a safe distance and a computer. <laughs> can I come over at like six feet and just annoy you from six feet away? I would love to see you. Just <laughs> I get an umbrella person. and I put it on like a really long stick. <laughs> okay, but like if I have bad luck, that's on you. You catch COVID the next day because of the umbrella. <laughs> Stop. And I'm just like, I'm sorry, it's all my fault. I shouldn't have opened an umbrella indoors. And then Arthur learned that day that he truly was the asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, both of you two assume I didn't already know that. So anyway. Hey, listeners, I'm the worst of the two. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they would have gotten that idea at this point. 
just in case they don't know by this point. See, I'm the Arthur no. You're the Arthur yes. <laughs> I'm the Arthur yes with the ominous grin and the knife. <laughs> <laughs> what do you have? A knife! No! <laughs> All right, all right, back to superstition. So I wanted to get into this list now. I just running with scissors. So fun. Running with scissors is just a straight up bad idea. <laughs> Have you ever run with scissors though? How uh, how slow do you walk with scissors? For me, if I'm going to be running and I happen to have scissors in my hand, which I think has not happened many times in my life. Uh, I hold it by the metal and not by the handle. You're really supposed to hold it by the hand. The handle? The metal. <laughs> hold it by no. the handle. You know, to, to <laughs> you know, at an arm's length directly at <laughs> God to prevent, damn. You know, just like straight up poking your eye out. Poking your eye out? More like poking straight into an organ at that point. Oof. Depends on the size of the scissors and what kind of scissors you have. My scissors can slice through anything. It's terrifying. I don't like how that sounded. My scissors can slice through anything and it's terrifying, yes. I just, it has connotations. Like, what if you tried to slice through? Why do you know it can slice through anything? Arthur, I want answers. I've sliced through my hand on accident. There I've it is. I knew it. I've sliced through cardboard. I've sliced through, like, straight through cardboard. I love like, how flesh is the first thing you mention. Well, because that's the first way I found out how sharp it was. <laughs> trying to open a box and it slipped and smashed me in the hand and i was like and this is why we don't cutter. but scissors work fine clearly clearly they don't well i learned since then that i should definitely be cutting away from the body like i was taught yeah. to every single time i've been cutting something ridiculous i'm not allowed to be unsupervised in my own home i live alone the scary part <laughs> is, is that you live alone <laughs> So I don't know if that's a superstition or just a stupidity no, that, thing. That, that's just common sense. Okay. I just, I had to mention it because I didn't know if it was. I don't know. Well, so do you believe in like any, like, and that something is unlucky or lucky, like ever? Like now, like at the maturity level that you are today, do you believe that any particular like object or thing or you know ritual is lucky versus unlucky no i'm gonna say bad idea yes lucky or unlucky no so there's nothing to you that's really like i, I mean I you could do like luck spells and things like that and those i believe but okay, but you never like put luck or bad luck into a specific object as like a symbol no, but I've also never needed to. <laughs> well, fair. Okay, so I want to get into these, like, uh, creepier superstitions. Ooh. First one is something that I actually uh, believed when I was younger. I said always young us. Because young us are dumb. <laughs> so something that I always did, you hold your breath while you're passing a cemetery. Oh, my sister used to do that. They say it's so that you don't, like, get possessed. Is that really why? Well, yeah. They're like, if you, you might breathe in someone's spirit. That was the idea. What the hell? You don't, you don't like that one? That's so weird. As someone who believes in ghosts, how does that make you feel? Please stop breathing in ghosts. 
Do you think it's possible? No. How would one be possessed? Could a ghost possess you or is that just like a demon thing? That's a demon thing. Ghosts can't possess you. Ghosts can speak to you and then you can relay the information, but a ghost cannot possess you. So if you pass a cemetery, it's full of ghosts. Breathe. Yeah, please because don't stop breathing. <laughs> I used to hold my breath. Like, no joke. I would be in the car, like in the back seat. We'd be, uh, we'd be passing a cemetery. What if you're in traffic, though? Oh, like sometimes. Just pass I, out? Sometimes I take like a little sip of, of air. Like a uh, you, you sipped someone's soul. Fuck. Mmm, <laughs> tasty. So that's really when you started cursing, is when you accidentally sipped someone's soul a few too many times. You know, I really And they feel possessed like... you with the word fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you know, solid theory. <laughs> Alright, so let's, let's talk about some of these. So, a bird in the house. If a red-breasted robin flies into a room through a window, then death will follow shortly. I always heard that like having a bird in the house is like a bad omen. I had a friend who had a crow fly directly through her freaking window. Did anyone die? No, she just shoot it back out. <laughs> and she's like, this happens constantly. And I'm like, what the hell? Why is this a norm for you? <laughs> So, I mean, I guess uh, that disproves it right there. I mean, she's not dead, so... I mean, this specifically says a red-breasted robin. Alright, alright. Open a window. All windows should be opened at the moment of death, so the soul may have a speedy journey to the other side. People still do that. Yeah, that's one you heard? Yeah, I've heard of that one. I don't know if I believe it, but, like, I don't see any problem with it. Because, I mean, like, some of these I feel like you you would have a better opinion on because you actually believe in ghosts and spirits, which, you know, these are all pertaining to. Oh, don't you even start with me. You, f- you believe in ghosts, too. You just, you're denying it. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, is you're that, denying it extra head. You know how many ghost videos you watch as opposed to me? Because I find it fascinating, and I want to know if I can have proof. I'm not going to believe it until I have proof. What do you want to do? Hold a ghost's hand? That that sounds kind of fun. Oh my god, Emma. Hey, (laughs) what if if you were a ghost? (laughs) What if we were in the cemetery and, like, a ghost, like, touched my hand and then, like, we (laughs) held hands? my god (laughs) just kidding unless (laughs) eyes emoji (laughs) oh my god but okay so your hot take is that because i watch so many supernatural videos and paranormal stories that i therefore believe at least to a small extent yes well, okay, yeah. I mean, the same way that I, I'm not going to discount it. I'm not going to say, like, ghosts don't exist. Like, I'll, I'll see it. You know, I'll believe it when I see it, you know? Um, I've always been, like... We have I a healthy give... interest. Yeah, and I, I give it the benefit of the doubt. Like, I'm not the kind of person that would go to a quote-unquote haunted location and start taunting 
ghosts, you know, because I'm like, oh, well, they don't exist. So this is all bullshit. Like, I've never been that kind of person because in the back of my mind, there's always a what if. So I will agree with you there. There is also a just a respect factor as well, because, you well, know, yeah. they were people. Well, that too. You know? <laughs> that That is true. So, I mean, like, I am the kind of person that when it comes to ghosts and, and like, the skepticism around the supernatural and all of that, it's obviously a lot easier for me to believe things that are tangible to me, things that are logical to me. And, you know, just having something be purely unexplainable isn't enough for me to say this is something I can believe in. But it does pique interest. So if anything, I watch all excuse me, I watch all those videos because I'm trying to see if I could ever find that concrete proof that right. will really do it for me. You know? Here's one that's kind of close to this topic. Um mm-hmm. table salt. Spilling table salt, bad luck. Yeah. Uh do you throw it over your shoulder or do you just ignore it? Uh, sometimes I throw it over my shoulder, like I'll sprinkle a little bit behind my shoulder just because like, what if I have enough (laughs) bad luck? I don't need more. I just kind of leave it at this point. (laughs) But isn't it like a specific shoulder and I always forget? I think it's the left shoulder. Is that the left shoulder? I don't know. Oh, well. Someone in the comment section, which shoulder is it? We could just literally Google it right now. <laughs> yeah, but that requires Googling things. And my phone is over there <laughs> because I'm a professional. And I put my phone on silent and do not disturb whilst Emma has hers on just vibrate. Listen, I will edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So continuing. Um, let's see. Ooh, mirrors. Mirrors in the house with a corpse should be covered or the person who sees himself will die next. If a mirror should fall from the wall and breaks itself, then someone in the house will die soon. I have seen people cover up mirrors. Um, Yeah. I guess that's why. Uh, Well. But also, I don't really believe in that. But I also don't really like to look in mirrors too often, especially if like something weird has gone down recently. Why? Because you're like afraid that you're going to see something. Well, I've always been afraid of seeing something in the mirror, regardless that's of what's like going a, on. That's a very common fear. <laughs> I just have paranoia at that yeah, point. That's, that, that's not that's not even superstition for me. That's paranoia. <laughs> so, but I always thought, because um, in uh, Jewish tradition. Uh, when someone dies, what you do is you do something called uh, sitting shiva, which means that you basically stop doing everything to mourn. Like, and so people will bring you food. Uh, people might come over and keep you company, but like they say that like covering mirrors is also just like you're not allowed to take care of like your appearance. You like it, you can't put on like makeup. You're not supposed to try to look pretty, you know. So I feel like that's why. Um, people might cover mirrors so maybe it's both reasons but yeah the idea is is like uh, I believe the period is two weeks Um, I haven't been to many shivas uh, which is a good thing (laughs) Um, but I mean like I've heard like some people will like sit on like uh, cardboard boxes or the floor because they don't want to like feel comfortable like 
so it's just about like sitting in that discomfort and having people care for you so you could take that time to mourn so this got very sad well i mean at the same time i don't know i feel like it it's not all sad seems logical though well so the nice thing about it is that it forces people to come to your house and take care of you and bring you things and help you through through the mourning process and like oftentimes people will come and sit with you and talk about like good memories of the person so like which is very good so i mean like yeah it's it's sad but at the same time it's It's like bittersweet yeah, and it's embracing that sadness and being okay with that. So I always like the concept of uh, sitting Shiva. Um, a lot of this stuff seems to be tying back into religion, though, and like yeah. religious practice. I guess like superstitions are just really religious. Hmm. I never thought of it that way, but kind of seems like the take here. I never really searched into it much, you know? I've just meant mm-hmm. that. Okay, I believe this, that, and the other thing. Oh, here's a fun one. Thunder following a funeral means the person's soul has reached heaven. Huh, never heard of it. Yeah, me neither. That means a lot of people haven't reached heaven. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Um, Here's the 13 one that you mentioned earlier. So if 13 people sit down at a table to eat, one of them will die before the year is over. There was a club called the 13 club, I believe, where they had like 13 people meet on the 13th on every like month. Yeah. Like once, once every month on the 13th and eat like 13 meals for supper. I think it was, it was crazy. I was like, you can eat 13 meals. Was it just them trying to test the fates? I think they were trying to like disprove things. I mean, Nothing happened, and like the entranceway was like a ladder, I think. Oh my god! And like had this thing <laughs> up oh at god. the up at the front of the door that read something. I don't I don't remember what it was. It was like he who dies here or something. I don't, I don't or know. Or like he who comes here is doomed or something. Yeah, but not like that. It wasn't. I that mean, ominous. like I, I mean, like if that's just like a themed restaurant. I f- the skeptic side of me is so hype for that. I would Let's go. go. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds expensive. It probably is, if it still exists. You have to go with, like, 13 other people. <laughs> well, what would it be, like, uh, 11 other people we'd have to invite? So, okay. Ooh, ooh, this is fun. Uh... A witch must be buried face down to prevent the community further supernatural spells. If this doesn't work, unbury them and turn their clothes inside out, then rebury them face down. This should do the trick. What the actual fuck? (laughs) Basically, uh, so you're going to be buried face down so that way there won't be any more spells in the community. And if there are still, if there's still bad shit, uh, I guess they're digging you up and trying again. If they dig me up and try again. That's so dumb. Fucking, I'm going to to make it worse. That has, no one does this. That has to be like a fucking like 14th to 17th century bullshit. Yeah, that's got to be really old. But if you want to dig me up, Emma, I'll be sure to double haunt you. No, I don't like that. <laughs> um, this one is about crows. 
Oh. One crow, bad luck. Two crows, good luck. Three crows, health. Four crows, sickness. Five crows, death. <laughs> I live with five crows. I'm not no. dead yet. <laughs> no, Arthur. I mean, they're nice. Also, there are crows everywhere I go now. Well, it's it's been so happening you, for months. Well, so you uh, associate that with your goddess? Yeah, I went to the um, when I went to drop Jareth off at the vet to get his teeth done. Mm-hmm. A crow looked me looked at me from the top of the building and just cawed at me, and I was like, "Sup, bro?" <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's just how he says hi. And I just continued walking. Nothing happened. <laughs> hey, that means Cat bad came luck. back just fine the next day. Like, he's perfectly so, okay. <laughs> this is so dumb, though. Like, <laughs> why does each amount of crow have a different meaning? I don't know. How big is your murder? How many? Oh my god, a murder of crows. Took me a second. That should not have taken me that long. <laughs> Took like a split second, and I'm still mad at myself for not immediately getting it. Wow, Emma. Um, but that's like, that's so dumb. Like, who just, who one day said, hmm, yes, one crow, bad, but two crows, good. Like, who came up with that shit? Like, someone who sat down and went, ah, yes, crows. Like, (laughs) and so like, this is just the logic side of me that goes like, where is, if there's no like, weird religious significance, like, written somewhere in like some holy text did this guy just like study crows <laughs> like For, like five minutes <laughs> like how do you come up with that <laughs> i mean like i swear this this uh this website could say like 10 crows bad luck negative five crows and i'd be like all right cool because it's so <laughs> stupid it's so arbitrary. I don't want to make people who have like superstitions feel dumb. No, I'm but not we saying we really don't believe in these. Okay, like like I said, as a kid, there are some that there are some of them that I did believe, and if you still believe those, like we're not saying anything bad about you. You know, like you guys should know by now that like we will never diss somebody's beliefs. I just think it's really dumb. That somebody can just name a number of crows and assign it a meaning. Like, if it was just like crows in general have this meaning, I'd be like, all right, cool. But it's like, (laughs) now if you see six crows, like, what? What happens if I see six? What happens if I see six? Like, I need to know. I need to know what happens for every number of crows. Okay, wait. What happens if I see 666 crows? That just means, like, the devil is right there. (laughs) He's there to say, what's up? He's also there to say, did you really just count all those crows? (laughs) You didn't. You're assuming. But what if I did just sit down and count 666 crows? But maybe it was... Three groups of six crows. (laughs) Just imply that it takes three groups of six to make 666. I'm implying that it could be (laughs) symbolic. (laughs) Yeah. 
Wow, that band Counting Crows makes a lot more sense. <laughs> oh <now>. my god. <laughs> this is where it came from, for sure. This is exactly where it came from, yeah. Oh my god, this one just coincides with the first one. What is it? Uh, with the holding your breath. Always cover your mouth when yawning to prevent your spirit from leaving and the <laughs> devil entering. I'm sorry! <laughs> You yawn before bed, your spirit just goes, fuck this shit, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye, bitch. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> no. No, I can't. You just yawn, and I watch your fucking spirit leave your body, and you drop what dead. What is it I'm with, like, like mm. people's mouths and, like, the devil? Because, like, uh, there's also, like, you say, bless you. So, like, the the devil doesn't enter your body when you're sneezing? I thought it was bless you because you stop breathing and, like, your heart stops for a tenth of a second or something. Oh, I read somewhere that it was, like, because your mouth is open, it can let in the devil. Wow, what sites are you on? Um, obviously. Mine was, like, your heart skips sites. a beat. Yeah, it was, like, your heart uh... skips a beat when you sneeze. Well, I highly doubt that, like, people knew that back then. Well, congrats, guys. Supposedly, your heart skips a beat when you sneeze, and that's why you say bless you. Because like, you're blessing somebody like... because God gave you the ability to come back from that one heart that skipped, like that one skipped beat. Does that mean that every time I have a heart palpitation, you need to say bless you? Bless you. <laughs> <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. Three knocks of death. If you hear three knocks and no one is there, it means someone close to you has died. I want to just walk up to people's doors now, knock three times and walk away. Oh my god, that's <laughs> evil. <laughs> do you know me? That is evil. Don't do. I'm chaotic as hell. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, how about... um? When you experience a chill up your spine, someone has just walked over your future gravesite. I have a future gravesite? Well, I mean, you're not in a grave yet, are you? No, not yet. <laughs> hey, if I lie down in a grave, will you bury me alive or will you let me come back out? Nah. Yeah, that <laughs> takes effort. I love the pause and the eh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, like okay, I'm. It's uh, time. It's time to let me out. Eh. Uh, I just like I, I just took like all that time to like dig this hole <laughs> and put the dirt back in the hole. You really, really come on. That's really selfish of you. <laughs> I'm just like hopping up and down, going Emma, Emma. <laughs> oh, how do you feel about this one? Some cultures believe that placing a tombstone on the grave keeps the ghosts weighed down. Weighed down how? Like the weight <laughs> of the tombstone keeps the ghost from leaving the coffin? I mean, the tombstone goes above the person, I, I, right? Arthur, it's symbolic. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, this one sounds so dumb. Wait. Okay, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> mazes were placed at some cemetery entrances to prevent spirits from returning to the world 
as it was known that ghosts could only travel in a straight line. <laughs> what? <laughs> Didn't you know? But ghosts can go through walls? Because they can only travel in a straight line. Okay. I guess, Facts I guess the about ghosts. Are... The reasons that ghosts go through your walls and such is because they're actually going through the layout of the house um, the way that it was built when they lived oh. there. Oh, that's cool. See, that one is actually like, that makes sense and is cool. This is yeah. dumb. That's dumb, but this is cool. Yes. Because like that would make sense, right? So like if you did like a renovation on your house and like, you know, a uh, hundred years ago, like someone happened to die there and they had a different layout like that totally makes sense mm -hmm. so not that i believe it but your... it makes sense yeah it makes there's, sense. there's a logic there's there like, a... like there is a logic there that it follows unlike one crow bad luck two <laughs> crows good luck leave the crows alone they've done nothing wrong <laughs> just are crows good or bad they're <laughs> crows one <laughs> can only be one I meant they are crows. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, all right, we covered a lot of stuff. Is there anything that, like, I don't know, that, like, you didn't hear uh, in the list that, like, you wanted to talk about? Or, like, any other, like, little superstitious stuff that you've experienced or, like, someone in your family? What about the, like, stepping on a crack? Oh, duh. Um, <laughs> I used to avoid every single crack. Me too. Like even in tiny tiled floors, I'd just be on my Oh, well, that was also just, like, fun. I mean, like, who didn't just, like, when you were a kid, play hopscotch and like, the Okay, the but, like, I still do, and I'm, like, 25. <laughs> <laughs> and now you're like, eh, has nothing to do with mom. I'm just having a good time. My you know, for just me, like, ow, ow, like... ow, ow. <laughs> but, like, as a kid, I'm like, I don't, I don't want to add to that. Just Emma on the floor crying. Why are you crying? I stepped, I stepped on, on a crack. crack. <laughs> Mommy's gonna be in more pain. And I'm just like, oh dear God. I mean, like, I don't know. That's sweet. That's sweet of little it's me. It's cute. It's really cute that like kids do that and adults. I, you know, it's just like, here's the thing. You know, kids believing in superstitions. As kids, we don't know what is real yet we don't have the same amount of common sense our brains are still developing and we believe a lot of the stuff that we're told because that's how we're built and like so if you're constantly hearing people saying like four leaf clovers are lucky and don't step on a crack and don't walk under a ladder that's bad you know don't punch this mirror <laughs> we just accept that as truth until we're able to form an opinion for ourselves with kids are just not really all that capable of doing because that takes a lot of you know critical thinking and that's not what kids are built for kids are built to absorb information so like i would never call a kid stupid for believing something that they're told please don't punch a mirror though guys like legit. yeah that's just that's just not a good idea that's just a bad idea but yeah i mean like i feel like a lot of this like friday the 13th and superstition stuff is just a lot of confirmation bias I think you know, it's all pretty dumb, but, like, it's kind of funny to think about, you know? And, you know, like, if you still do some of these things, like I said, like, into my early teens, I crossed my fingers because it was a comfort thing. Like, don't let anybody tell you that what you believe in is stupid. Yeah, like, go for it. 
you want to cross like, your face. None of it's hurting anybody is the exactly. bottom line. It's not hurting anyone. Like we're joking about this stuff because we think some of it is ridiculous, but that's just us and our experiences. And, you know, as you know, I think a lot of, you know, Arthur's experiences may or may not be true, but I would never say that like, you know, that he's specifically wrong for that. There's nothing wrong with believing what you believe in as long as it isn't hurting anybody. But I hope like no one was offended that we made fun of the crow one. That one was dumb. That was... That is the one out of all of them. I will stand by that one. That one is stupid. Show me the facts. I want to see the scientific evidence. I want to see the studies. I'll go find the one guy. <laughs> I want to see the person that arbitrarily studied crows for 50 years and their effects on people and karma. And then I'll believe you. God. That's what I need. Like everything else is like, it's a religious thing. And this is to like, you know, help, help my mom's spirit as she passes on. Like, and that's beautiful. Whether it's true or not, that's beautiful. The crow thing is stupid. I'm standing (laughs) by that. I will take that to my grave. You're going to have to weigh my grave down with a tombstone. So I'm going to come back screaming about this. I'm going to put you upside down too, just in case. <laughs> I don't trust you to stay put. Like, ouchie, my nose. <laughs> I'm just like, shh, shh. Can you like put a pillow under my head? Sure, I'll put a pillow under your head. Thank you. Just for you. So, I mean, like, by the time that you guys are probably listening to this, it's Emma will be dead. (laughs) (laughs) It's either going to be the evening of Friday the 13th uh, or maybe the day after the following week. So that being said, you know, if you guys happen to be listening to this on Friday the 13th, you know, for the heck of it, stay safe. Why not? Keep your cats inside definitely keep your cats safe because the one thing that is a constant in this world is that some people are just shit keep your cats safe many people are shit that is like you don't there's enough scientific proof for that some people just will do shitty things because they think it's right or they think it's funny and it's just not it's not so That is our PSA of the episode. Please make sure that your cats are safe this Friday the 13th. And your dogs and your gerbils. And who knows, maybe have a conversation uh, with like your family about maybe some of the superstitions that you had when you were a kid that you might not remember. Yeah, that'd be interesting. This was really fun. I really enjoyed recalling a lot of these memories. Yeah. Nice old memories. Yeah. You know, just like back then where you believed anything that you were told. (laughs) It's just kind of fun to think about. You know, it's funny because that really does create like paranoid children. (laughs) (laughs) Like if you think about it, like all these superstitions, like all the negative ones just make really paranoid kids. Welcome to paranoia hour. Like imagine like you're just like this uh, little kid and you remember the cemetery thing. Like you have to hold your breath, but you remember too late. And now you're crying in the backseat of your mom's car. (laughs) And like she's like, honey, honey, what's wrong? And you're you're just like, I took a breath. <laughs> she's like, yes, we do that. We do that. <laughs> and 
that is a thing breathing we do. is a thing like, that we do mom you don't understand there's a spirit in me now i'm possessed <laughs> i'm sorry i've let you down i failed you <laughs> am i gonna die now <laughs> so you know just maybe you guys have some funny stories about superstitions you believed as a kid or maybe you guys have some superstitions that in your opinion have you know come true in some way i would love to hear that it would certainly be interesting to hear i was like where did you go i died <laughs> too many crows too many crows so yeah guys i hope you had a good friday the 13th stay safe and i think that just about does it Ar arthur yeah are you like dead we're doing an outro <laughs> i know i don't know how to outro stay stitious no stay stitious so uh <laughs> have a good night everyone bye